Apologize for the technical difficulties, but guess what? We still finna get y'all a good show. And like each and every week, I got my gangster boo over here to my right. What's happening? What's happening? Oh, I love it. Say it one more time. What's this time? Yo, she just said it just naturally. What's happening? What's happening? I like yeah. that. I like that. Let's go. The beautiful and talented. I was going to say Britney. Conceited. You want to go by conceited. Conceited. You gotta put that ski, skeet, 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 Comedian, loose cannon. Okay, like a tribe called Quest. Like a tribe called because of a pimp named Slipback to say the whole thing. Comedian, loose cannon in the building. Yes, yes, man. Listen, man. We are still in the month of Love You Wary. Love You Wary. I like that. Yes, and so it's just one of those months that just makes you feel like you're in love, even if you ain't in love. We're gonna be in love this month, and along with that, of course, we got Black History. All month long. We got to make sure we keep the black kids. So it's just the month of black love, February. It is. Hey, let's combine them together. <laughs> black love, black magic. Let's make it happen. Let's get it. Make let's it get happening. it. happening. So since we are in the month of love you, mm-hmm. when is love not enough? What you mean? When is love not enough? Because sometimes, you know, hey, I love you, but damn it, there ain't enough. Yeah, I can see that. I can see you that. You can see that, right? I can, I can definitely see love not being enough. Because sometimes you you end up putting ultimatums on folks, uh, uh, you you tend up putting all the, all the, the the blame on on the man and and all all this other craziness. Because sometimes you got loyalty versus being faithful, mm. and so mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out what what's the difference between being Choose loyal. Choose your poison wisely. I, I I know. So what what is the difference between being loyal and uh, being faithful? Loyal when you're with is your significant other? loyal is you can always count on me. I always got your back. I, I'm always in your corner. If you need anything, I'm there. I'm never going to like switch up on you as far as like do some grimy ass shit to you. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like as far as like steal your money, grimy type shit. That's the loyalty part. That's the loyalty part. Like okay. I ain't finna do no, you know. So why faithful wouldn't be part of that? Because faithful is all about. Like fidelity, like you, you talking about like uh, I ain't gonna have sex, no, you uh, know. Loyalty, loyalty could be I'm gonna do my thing, but I'm still gonna come home. Right, I'm still coming home. You yes. ain't gotta lock the doors. I'm, I'm in there. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna, you know, just don't say nothing when I walk in the door and take me a shower. We right, just like you know, you know, like how the men be like, I ain't never leaving my wife. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> They're loyal to that woman. <laughs> That's They're loyalty. Not faithful. They ain't faithful to her, but they loyal to her. Exactly. So that, that's kind of, that's kind of like that uh that cookie and Lucius. Wait, what? That cookie and Lucius. Y'all you know cookie. that I don't know, know if I would use them because that, that was but that was definitely an element of loyalty there. You loyalty know, they were loyal to, to one another, although they weren't But it wasn't no fate. they didn't have like fidelity issues. They they shit was just on some other shit. It kind of was. It was some other shit. That wasn't. That it, wasn't it really was, like. Was, let's you know, see, who it, could we use as an example for a loyal but not faithful? TJ, I'm just playing. <laughs> 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 hey, 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 that Mr. Funny Man. TJ said, "Don't put me in that hey, shit." <laughs> y'all, if y'all don't see him on the show next week. You know why? <laughs> oh man, but um, but no, I mean that that's a, that's a great um. 
So you got me. <laughs> you <laughs> fucked you up with that one. <laughs> All right. So, but no, um, being faithful and being loyal um, definitely has a difference on it. You know, loyal means, hey, listen, I ain't finna screw you over. I ain't finna do this and this, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I may tiptoe out, you know. Right, but ain't nobody coming between us. Ain't, ain't, yeah. ain't nobody finna like come that. between us. That's the best us. way to put it, Morgan. Still, ain't I nothing coming to, between us. You right. Got you I might go knock down seven, eight broads this month. <laughs> <laughs> but you number one. You my number one. And, <laughs> and that's what, and that's what uh, Jody Boy said from uh, Baby Boy. I fuck them, but I love you. I make love to you. Like, <laughs> I lie to I them. Make, I lie to you because yeah. I care about your feelings. When I'm in the streets and the hoes, true. Hey, that's 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 the words right there. You you watch baby boy, don't you? I've seen it a few times. A few times. <laughs> that's what it is. So how so how many baby boys out there fall under that Lord's part that I'm sure it happens. And I'm sure some baby girls. It happens. It happens. You yeah. I mean women women do it too. Yeah. They be loyal to that one man. They be they loyal to a man that take care of them. Now they she don't really like the man, but he hold down the household, pay all the bills. And but the guy that do it for is is you know knocking the back out that box, and then she go right home to that man and, and cook for him and everything. And may you know she 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 could she's content with being loyal. Well, see, and, and that and that brings in that us situation, and that brings us to you know our our next question. Um, you know, if a woman asks a guy out to dinner, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Uh, who, who should who should pay the bill? She I mean, should. I mean, we're talking about all this. She should pay. If I ask you to go out with me, okay, then I'm that's me taking you on a date. Mm. Well, some, if some, I call you up and say, "Hey, you want to go out to dinner?" Then it'd be a difference so, if I call you and say, "Do you want to take me out to dinner?" Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I think you I think you are definitely onto something, Morgan. I do think there's a difference between, um, let's go out. And, and I, I want, want to, to go, go out. out. Right. There's that's two different yeah. situations there. I want to go out to have drinks means that's the woman's way of saying you for the take me out for these drinks, drinks. or right. these dinner. But let's go out. That that could be either she's gonna pay or you guys can split the cost. You can you can yeah. discuss what that's gonna entail. And, I pay and the, I pay the, I pay the bill, you tip, you tip, I pay the bill, yeah. or yeah. what Absolutely. have you. And you but, should allow yeah. that communication to exist and you shouldn't you shouldn't take exception if somebody has a different point of view when it comes yeah, to that, you know, cause everybody's different because for, I think the over, what I've learned, because I used to be a dude that paid every single time. And then a woman put me up on game and told me whoever offers, that's who pays. Mm-hmm. All right. So and I guess it just depends because I've been told with certain meals that I'm just not going to let you pay for. Okay. I mean, every so it goes down to what we're saying. It just depends on the type of man that you. It depends on the type of man that you're dealing with. He may be like, okay, cool. You know, she want to go out to this little spot. You know, I'm gonna let her pay for it or whatever. But you know, we fall off in somewhere that's like you know a different price range, and I'm probably going to pay for it. You know, but me personally, I don't care. I'll pay for the thirty dollar meals up to the hundred dollar meals. It don't matter to me because I want to eat. I want to be able to order what the fuck I want to order off the menu and not worry about. Whether or not this nigga pockets is screaming like no, uh-uh. well, see, well, well, okay, I'm I'm from a different breed. Okay, you know, um, I was always taught that regardless if a chick tells you, hey, let's go out to eat, whatever, that's usually you know, hey, you cater for it, you you pull out your wallet, pull out your billfold, whatever they call it, and when they get the check, I'm gonna go ahead and take care of it. You don't even ask questions. Well, you better learn how to get had them alligator arms. Hold on, but but. <laughs> 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 
I like that. I'm gonna tell you. My but now, but now, but that was that was the thought process prior to yeah. what I know now. Yes. Because I'm I'm finally realizing that hey, you know what? I tried calling you after we you know we had dinner, or whatever. Oh, you got busy. Oh, you're not answering my phone call. But a couple of weeks later, now all of a sudden, you know what? I just but not so even busy. that realize but, that there are women. Let's not even let's not take it down that road. Let's not let's not take it down that road. Bro, I've been dying. Let's take it as. Now there are women that are willing to pay for dinner. Hold on. All right. That's wonderful. All right. But understand this too, you know, because like I say, I used to be a man that paid all the time, no matter the circumstance. But I had to learn that one, there are women that only deal with a man just to go out to dinner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So um, at some point, it, you have to wonder like, you know, how do you keep a woman honest? There are women now. There's no secret that the rules of shiver are written in favor of a woman. Mm-hmm. All right, Absolutely. but you have women that are abusing the rules of shivery and are. messing up their own game. So that is a problem, and men are making an adjustment to it. We catching on. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, we find, find well, I just say, if, ladies, don't be asking no man out to eat if you're not ready to pay for the dinner. Like I think that's just only fair. Like. Like, don't invite me somewhere if you're not finna pay for it. I'm not finna just, uh, especially if I reach out to you. Hey, let's go out to dinner. That 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 says that you want the company, then you need to pay for it. Well, well, what do you think about this, Morgan? Because uh, you know there are some women that are raised with and have a traditional mindset, if you will, and there's yeah, not that, nothing necessarily yeah. wrong with that. But let's say the man pays for three dates. Mm-hmm. At what point, as a woman? Do you show reciprocity to that man? Because she, that, I mean, I personally like I'm a pay like even if I'm a I'm a pay for at least the second or third date. Mm. That's just me personally. Before, my, thing, the, my thing, my thing, it ain't even jug. about the jug or none of that. You know, yeah, it's not about any of that. It's just the fact that I like to put it out there that I don't mind paying and yeah, I'm not yeah. taking for granted that you will pay. Right. You know what I'm saying? My thing is if you're a woman that expects a man to pay all the time, then this is the type of man you need to be dating. If you're in a situation where you feel like you got to reach out to this man to get you a meal, then you may need to move on to the next because I think it's just ludicrous to think because you call, that if you call a man and ask him to go out, that he should be paying. No, that's your invitation. You should be paying. I agree. Wow. Okay. I, I'm going right. I'm to I'm leave it at that. So I'm gonna say you, heard it, you heard it from a woman. Absolutely. Like I said, I got the game for a woman. I was the dude that always paid on yes. my birthday. We're going well, to you better stop saying that shit down to the culture TV or you going to have women knocking down your DM waiting on a free meal. No, 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 no. I done learned. <laughs> I done learned. That's sense. I done learned. Sense. And, and not only that, another thing is like I feel like at some point, I feel like a woman needs to show a man that he's winning, if you yeah, will. Right. You know, you understand what I mean by that? Like, mm-hmm. you like, I feel like you need to show a man that he's not, he's not using his time and his resources in vain. You see what I'm saying? If this thing ain't going nowhere, uh, don't let me keep paying for stuff. Or, well, you know, or, well, first of all, show, just well, show first me of that all, I'm winning. Uh, what I'm uh, you're a grown ass man. I shouldn't have to show you that you're winning. Uh, that should be something that you should you should be able to see on your own, and right. any man can tell. Just based off of the conversation during dinner, whether or not that's what she's there for. Ah, I totally agree. And, and I mean, actually, there's there's truth to that. But you, I, I, you know, like I understand, maybe I may have not articulated well, but is what I'm saying is, you know, 
uh, like I say, it's all about reciprocity. Yeah, so, if me and you dating and we on the yeah. same page and we establish that we got something going on, then yes, somewhere in there, I need to say, you know what, baby, don't worry about it. Put your wallet up. Let me get you. Okay. But the first stages, then you talking about through the first through the third date. No, no, you, that shouldn't be expected. You should be knowing from the conversation. From the, from the jump street. Whether or not that's what she's there for. And I, okay. and I agree. So with that being said, once you decide to get into that relationship, okay, we and, in it, and you're in it, mm-hmm. and you guys having a great time in this relationship, having a wonderful time, banging the headboards off, all the other stuff, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, putting a hole in the hole, old girl, <laughs> old boy starts to give you ultimatum. <laughs> so, should a person be giving an ultimatum to their sniffing other, like to take it to the next level? You know what? No. No. I see the point. I see the value in an ultimatum. Mm. Wow. I see the value. I can't say I, I'm on the fence with that one. I can't really say because sometimes you can give an ultimatum too quick. You know, you know does that make sense? Why give an ultimatum versus saying um, just asking a person, where do you see this going? I don't need to give you an to ultimatum. Me, that's an ultimatum. It's not an ultimatum. You say, yeah. well, you know what? I really don't see this going anywhere, but just this, this, and then I say, okay, well, I'm looking for something a little bit more. So we probably need to just stay friends. That's making a decision. That's not an ultimatum. I've made the decision based off of your response that this is no longer wise for us to keep going. That's grown ass woman shit. Y'all playing out here talking about a damn ultimatum. And see, the ultimatum say. usually is not given by, unfortunately, by, by the guys. Usually no, it's get, usually given it's by, by the, the woman. woman. Like, like, no, you ask that man and the man should be straight up. Like, hey, do you? are we headed that toward a relationship? Are you even looking for a relationship? Men should be honest and say, no, okay, it's more pussy out there. So if you miss out on this cat because you ain't ready for a relationship, then so be it. Let, let me meow, meow on down the street to somebody else. But... I think a lot of times men will fabricate what they're looking for to get what they're looking for. Wow. That, mm. That's, 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 that's very right. profound right there. That's, that's actually real deep because yeah, before, before we, uh, before we, before we go on break and bring, and bring our, bring our first guests out tonight, um, I'm going to just say this because we're we going to get back to this late on in the show because this is one of those topics where giving an ultimatum too early in the relationship is going to set yourself up for a disaster. And I say disaster because sometimes marriages end in divorce mm-hmm. because the other person was forced into it. Or, hey, if you don't put a motherfucking ring on my finger by such and such time frame. Then you need to go on watch your business. We do. And so now it's like, damn, I really love her. So you know what? When love is not enough. You know what? I love her enough to say, hey, I'm going to put it on there. Even though I ain't ready. I got a lot I don't of want that type of so, I don't want that type uh, of hood. So when we get when we get back, man, we got our first guest tonight, man, because uh, I need y'all to get y'all pens, papers, pads, uh, iPhones, uh, Android, whatever you're gonna take notes, because we about to get y'all in the home in 2020. So when we get back, we got our first guest tonight. So grab a glass of wine, your cognac, whatever gonna make you feel right. Keep it locked. The best is yet to come. Let's go. Welcome back, welcome back, y'all. Hope you got your cognac ready. And uh, listen, we at the bottom of the hour. Um, if you're just joining us, when is love not enough? Because we are in the month of love you. Love you. You like how that sound, right? Love you. I like how that sounds. Say, say, I want every, I want everybody just to say love you, Larry. Love you, Larry. Damn, that sounds so sexy, right? <laughs> we are in the month of sexiness. All right, yeah. so joining us on the couch tonight is the beautiful Phyllis Lamar. Real estate professional. Now, before we get into the question, I got a real serious question. 
<laughs> I know a lot of real estate people. I know a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. What makes Phyllis different from a lot of the other real estate professionals that are out there? A lot of real estate professionals are out there just for the money. They think they can make a lot of money. Mm. I didn't get into real estate for money. I got into real estate because I wanted to help people. Mm. Wow. And I wanted to show people that think that they couldn't buy property <clears throat> or become homeowners. Mm-hmm. I, I make them believe that they can become homeowners. So now there's a big difference. You, you, you caught yourself when you said properties, but homeowners, mm-hmm. but a real estate agent typically can do both. You're all about putting people in homes. Yes. Gotcha. So what's your favorite part about being a real estate agent? Uh, <laughs> it's just uh, the, the smile on their face when they, I hand them the key at closing. And that big and, Yes. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. So mm-hmm. like, what, what are some of the, the practical um, advice that you usually give to someone who is um, on the fence about home buying? Because you know, you got that pros and cons with you know, I, I, I love I love an apartment because like, do you really own the home. Yeah, do you really own it? And you know, I like an apartment because I ain't gotta worry about this, this, and this. And with a home, you gotta, you know, more responsibility. So what would you mm-hmm. what, what what advice would you say about that? Um what's important to you? Uh do you want to uh make sure that your family is taken care of? Uh, a lot of times I have couples that have children. What if something happens with your significant other? If you live in an apartment, if something happens, you all have your kids and your wife or your husband have to move out and find a place to live. If you have a home, you never have to uproot them uh, because of, of an event like that. And mm-hmm. also, if you're on the fence, well, you have to want to own a home. You have to want to be a homeowner. That's the first step. And mm-hmm. if you do and you don't know where to start, then uh, the first step is to make sure that you're paying your bills on time. Mm. And the second is to contact me. Mm. Because if you're, having, if you're having financial challenges, that's not an issue for me because I have good lenders and we can fix that. Okay. Mm. Bad credit or whatever the situation is, Bad bank, Bad bankruptcy, foreclosures, whatever situation that you was in, because life has a restart button. Mm. I, I think I want to call Phil. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you better call Phyllis. Right. So you, you talk. <laughs> so you talked about some of those uh, some of those steps um, mm-hmm. to taking the right direction to prepare for a home. Uh, what are some other steps that that usually I guess you can say qualifying steps to first get there when okay. it comes to buying a home? Well, first of all, like I said, you have to pay mm-hmm. your bills on time. Right. Um, credit score. So 30 Everybody days, can okay. check your credit like, score, see where you are. Um, and the lender also can credit and check that as well. But what you see on credit, uh, comma and all those uh, sites, it's not really accurate. The lender will go in and sometimes those sites are off maybe 10 points, 20 points. So, uh, so yeah, it could be way off. And also, a lot of people think that, oh, I'm going to fix my credit on my own. Well, that's I, that's a wrong step to take. Let the lender do that or, or the or financial professional do that because you could be doing something that's damaging to your credit. 
You think you're mm. fixing it, but you're actually bringing your score down. Say that again. Say, say it one more time <laughs> for the camera. Bam. You think you're fixing your credit, but you're actually bringing it down. You're hurting yourself. So let a professional, financial professional, do that for you. So if you, so let's say you do have a challenged credit score, <laughs> you know, like let's say, as I like to say, you stepped on a scale this morning and your weight and your credit score is the same. Same, right? So, like, can you still buy a home? Like, like. Would that be anybody can buy a home? Okay, I'm talking about anybody. It may not be right away. It may take a few months. Right, we gotta fix it. Mm-hmm. But anybody. But you can't get that. You can't get the home that you want. You'd be like, hey, I understand your credit jacked up. I know you want this house, but your credit. You might need a little house but on the prairie for right now. I, I will say this, and I think you might agree with this. One of the best things about being a homeowner is your first home don't have to be your last. It doesn't home. have to be yeah. your your forever home. It can be yeah. Yeah, later. It can be a property. starter home. Yeah, it can start home. You can turn around and sell it for more than what you bought it for, which mm-hmm. you can't do with an apartment. An apartment, you, you I people I've talked to potential buyers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been in my apartment for ten years, fifteen years. Okay, well, let's sit down and um, calculate how much money, money you paid in rent. Oh, two hundred thousand, maybe. That, that's typical. That that's probably that's probably more. Yeah, that is definitely right. More. Yeah, a lot, a lot of money, and they don't realize that they've never done that before. So, if I was looking to purchase a home, how would I be able to find you? If if I'm say, for instance, I'm not watching tonight. If listeners wanted to, you know, get in contact with you to. You know, because mm-hmm. I'm over here thinking. I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm already <laughs> oh, in the process I, of getting I, my credit together. I, I got, I got me but up. how can people find you? To you know, you can find service. me on Facebook, mm-hmm. Phyllis Lamar, real estate professional. I'm on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Or you can simply call me for four zero seven nine six three two six two six. Are you Pardon? on the LinkedIn as well? I'm on the LinkedIn. LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm on LinkedIn. <laughs> so Phyllis how long Lamar. have you been doing? I've been doing real estate uh, a good, almost three years now. Really? Yes. What's like one of your most memorable moments as an agent? Um, okay. Uh, I was in seven months in uh-huh. uh, as an agent and I was showing a, a condo to a buyer. It was a two bedroom, very small in Metro West. Mm-hmm. And so while he was sure. looking around, I asked the renters, I said, where are you going to go after you leave here? And they said they didn't know. So I said, uh, well, let's buy a house. Why don't you buy a house? And he said, well, we're from Venezuela and we don't know if we qualify. We're here on a visa um, and we're on asylum. So I said, I can get you in a house. I said, wouldn't it be nice? They had a little baby girl. Wouldn't it be nice for her to have a big backyard where she can run around and swing in a swing? And so he said, um, I don't know. So I gave him my card. He, two weeks later, he gave me a call and we started the process. Uh, he invited me, uh, we closed on the house. Uh, he invited me to his daughter's birthday. They have a big backyard. All their family and friends from Venezuela came down and the daughter was running around in the backyard with her little dog. Wow. I know that has to have been like, that, that was, that like an was amazing cool. feeling for you because you did that for them. I did. And I did. And, uh, and uh, it was, you know, it was a little challenging for the lender, but we made it happen from someone that was from another country. And you know what challenges it's exactly. situation in Venezuela. Right. So they were they're They're so happy. They're, mm-hmm. they're just so happy. I get cards and thank yous from them you know, regularly, Christmas mm-hmm. cards and everything. So wow. those are the things that really this, that's the reason why I'm in the business. Amen. Not because, you know, I, I had a friend the other day. She says, hey, um. 
uh, I want to get into real estate because I want to subsidize. I'm, I'm working full time and I just want to make extra money. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> yeah, this is not the business yeah. for you to, yeah. you know, have this uh, real estate on the side. Uh, I think that um, you should want to you should have a passion for it. Mm-hmm. You know, you should want to help people. And uh, they feel that whenever I talk to someone, they feel that you really want to. And I, and I take people by the hand. I say, look, I show you, I don't just uh, <laughs> leave you at the closing table. I'm there with you. So mm-hmm. if there's any situations, there's anything that, you know, that goes wrong, I'm there with you. So, um, that's nice. Yes. So again, tell everybody how to follow you on your social media so they can reach mm-hmm. out and, you know, get in contact with you because you make it happen. So yes. that's you're someone that everybody needs to be in contact. Yes. With. yes. Uh, Phyllis Lamar, mm-hmm. uh, real estate professional, Facebook, Instagram, Phyllis Lamar, um, LinkedIn. And you have my number 407-963-2626. Amy, y'all better find Phyllis. She makes Fina. it happen. Fine, because uh, I'm, I'm already in the process of, of getting my home in. And it don't matter how old you are when you get your first home, right? You could be. Uh, my youngest was 24. Uh, my oldest was 65. He had never okay, owned boom. a home there in his is. life. Okay, 65. Yeah. Boom. There it is right there. Because right now I'm in the process of getting my own home, players. Uh, <laughs> I already started a little program with, with my credit union. Uh-huh. Have a little money deposit for 12 months. Mm-hmm. Where I'm at after 12 months. If I ain't at where I'm at. We start that bitch over again until we get there. Because my goal is to get into a house so everybody can be invited to the backyard barbecue. Come on, are you gonna gonna put on a show for us? Absolutely. Uh, No. Okay. No, I will not be pulling out no goddamn chair. And for for some of y'all, I'm I'm sure some of y'all probably done seen the the, the video that's almost uh, viral because I even went to work today and the day before, uh, yesterday, and it was like, oh, so we got a stripper working here. In the office. Like, what you talking about? Oh, I seen the video. Not seen. I seen the video. Don't worry about it. Well, then again, she she we're we're, we're on Facebook now, so she probably won't go back to see what it is. Oh yeah, about. I am gonna She's see gonna it. Like, yeah, I got I'm gonna go back. All right, well Thank viewer, you so much. Viewers, discretion is advised. <laughs> okay. Okay. So with that being said, hey, ladies and gentlemen, Phyllis Lamar. Yes. I'll give it up for one time and um when we get back at the bottom actually, you already at the bottom of the hour. After we finish this. We're going to have our next guest. And, um, yeah. Because I'm super excited about this because uh, this is how me and my co-host met. It is. And, and it's, it's, it's going it's gonna to be amazing. Full circle. So if you need a refill, go get it right now. <sighs> we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back. So keep it locked. Thank Best you. Best is yet to come. Let's go. Hey, we back already. I told y'all we're going to be back real fast. And y'all probably wondering, like, dang, who, who is this guy on the couch? <laughs> and it's my main man. Lowe's 2K6 is in the building. Um, his government name is uh, Carlos Smith. But, hey, that's for, the, that's for the fans out there. Welcome to the couch, sir. I definitely, definitely appreciate you bringing me in. Hey, I, I, I mean, you, you, you know stranger to the show. But, yeah, but you are a stranger to this setup now. Yeah, this is completed. You know, I think this is my first time in here, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. since since Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. He, he started he started when back in the uh, the uh, Black Lake complex. And we started there and it, it, it was kinda it was kinda dope. It was really it was really kinda dope. And um we upgraded, brother. And welcome to the new studio. It's most appreciated, brother. Now we're gonna dive. We're gonna dive right into it. But before we do, uh, what, what's been like your your biggest uh, inspiration 
and wanting to be a filmmaker. To be honest with you on that note, I mean, just being able to tell a story through a visual. I mean, movies has always been my thing since I was a kid. A lot of people didn't know that at the time when I was younger. But, you know, just to see somebody be able to, you know, cast people to play a specific character you had in mind. And you can actually speak your mind, speak your messages through characters. Mm-hmm. So I always enjoyed that aspect of filmmaking as a whole. And, you know, each character um, can even represent a part of your personality. So it right. gets deep. It gets real deep. Um, and on the surface, you don't really see it like that. But, you know, as a director, you know, it's a whole different ball game. Right. So how long have you been in the film industry? Uh, I want to say a total of 14 years. Ooh, that's 14. Good. I mean, and, and, and throughout throughout those 14 years, I'm sure there are some goals that you've set for yourself. So what are some of those goals that um, that you're trying to accomplish as a writer, director and a filmmaker? My biggest thing is, um, you know, reaching out to a lot more film festivals, you know, because that's always been like a huge goal of mine since the very beginning. But um, even right now, I still feel like I have this. Uh, I feel like I have a shot of going for it now because mm-hmm. I tried it before and I didn't feel like I was ready for it yet. But otherwise, you know, be a full time filmmaker and, um, you know, eventually have a studio uh, where I can uh, basically have a place where like young, you know, young filmmakers can learn how to um, perfect their craft. I just I basically learned mine like in school, just playing around with my camera. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I didn't have much of that when I was growing up. So I want to be that uh, create a platform eventually to. Uh, you know, just give everybody that wants to learn it. Um, but that's my biggest thing. But otherwise, just, uh, um, just be this one director everyone can look mm-hmm. up to and be inspired by. Wow, that, that's that's dope. Now, after the first movie, Soul Hood, what actually inspired you to want to do it again and, and, and name it Soul Hood Prime? It's like so many reasons, but just to break it down in a few, um, honestly, the support. Like that alone made me want to just, you know, follow up on that. And because last time we like had a full house and we like sold out twice in under 20 days. Wow. So, you know, just the love that we had got from that night was like very inspiring for me. And to work with the cast that I have now and and, you know, to have these people come back and rock with me once more is it's it's a great feeling within itself. So um, and plus, I feel like the story has a lot of potential too. um. So I feel like it was I felt like it needed to happen. So I had to do what I had to do to make it happen. So 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 speaking of that story, uh quickly just tell us a little bit about Soulhood Prime. Soulhood Prime kind of follow it kind of follows two storylines um between the protagonist and antagonist. And it's like they are both like um kind of in a redemption stage in their life. So um, you know, if we're following from the original Soulhood film, they were kind of like building themselves, they were learning how learning who they are as, you know, as people mm-hmm. in this one specifically, they're kind of like tested with a lot of different things in life and, and without giving out too much information. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's basically following a journey between, you know, um, for example, like the protagonist storyline kind of represents the drama side of the film where it's like they discover things, they learn new things about themselves and on the antagonist side of the movie represents like the action side where, right. Um, in the storyline, the, their father was killed when they were young, so mm-hmm. they're trying to find answers for that. Right. So the story kind of goes back and forth between the two, but they do come together at the end. 
That's it. That's yeah. it? Yes. That's mm-hmm. it. Literally, that's it. Yeah, one long street. Yeah. A couple blocks that way. That's Eatonville. Okay, and so it's best known for hosting the Zora Neale Hurston Festival. Mm-hmm. And she actually grew up in Eatonville back in the yes. 1900s. So what's this festival about? This- um, th- this festival is something where, you know, everyone comes in. It's, it's usually, I think, towards the end of January, right? Uh, towards the end of January, they have mm-hmm. this big festival, um, arts and crafts. You have concerts. Um, you, it, it's just a great time for everyone to come in and just uh, worship and have a great time and fellowship with one another. Mm-hmm. And and they, they, they dubbed it as the, you know, Zora Neale Hurston Festival for the simple fact that, hey, this is her city. Right. She grew up in this city. Why not? I feel like I need. It, it makes her. me want to go and like. It's, it, no, they have like, they have great concerts. They, they have, do. They have really some awesome really? concerts, yes. and you just get there, have a great time, and I'm I'm excited because a lot of people don't know that actually was established in 1887. Wow, uh, 1887, that's a long time. and it was done by you know 27 black men, mm-hmm. and um and two of the the black men, um, Isaac and Joe Clark, were brothers. Uh, kind of spearheaded it and say, you know, hey, listen, I need some, hey, I need you, I need you, and hey, we need to do this together because it ain't going to be given to us. Exactly. And so they, they took the initiative and they decided, hey, you know what, we're going to call it Eatonville. And next week we're going we gonna to get into how they named it Eatonville. I have to go check that out. One of my favorite little soul food spots is in Eatonville now. So I, I yes, it's, it's, it's uh, been quite a few, um, uh, one, one most recent movie that has been shot there, mm-hmm. um, Waking Up White, okay, um, and, and and my main man um, Jason Gregory. Um, that that's that that's a great that's a great film, and it was actually shot in uh, Eatonville. You know, so Eatonville's on the rise, y'all. Eatonville is on the rise. That was a that was a, a dope like history moment right there. I like that. Man, I I, I love it as well. Uh, Los, any shout outs before we go? Oh man. So we'll just go over the cast and um um definitely shout out to y'all as well. You know that you know it's crazy the crazy fact I wanna throw another fact too just to throw this in here. I actually met TJ at the um theater about to premiere my movie at. Nice. So that's a that's how I met him. Um three sixty boy. Right. That's how I met him. So um dude, cause Troy, Troy D. Williams was premiering his movie on Watchman Z Day. And yes. you was you was you was just still looking sharp as ever, you know. And I was like, okay, this guy looks cool. Oh. <laughs> you know, so yeah, but it but you know, we can that was almost three years ago. Yeah, and that, and so, that was and that actually had that was actually my first uh red carpet um debut. That was my first gig, you know, as a radio TV personality talk show host. That was my first uh red carpet event that I did. So big shout out. And Phyllis. Yes, the lovely Phyllis. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's gonna get you in the house. <laughs> I'm going to get you in the house. Just call me. That's all you have to do. I'll take it from there. We want to give a shout out to you real quick. Shout out to uh, my real estate colleagues, Tiffany Polite. Hey, hey girl. Hey, hey girl. Uh, we on TV, girl. Yes. You know Tip. Yeah, you know. Uh, I know Tip. <laughs> <laughs> you know Tip. I know Tip. You know Tip. <laughs> We know her now. Uh, we know by the UCF days. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, my son, Chase Burton. And uh, just all my family friends in uh, Shane Briscoe. I know. Don't we uh, love her? Hey, that, hey, the super producer behind the screen, that be cussing ass at behind the screen and <laughs> before on air. Hey, she yes. put the show together, man. She, she does a she mar- marvelous job and, and she is fantastic. So big shout out to you she each is. and fantastic. every day, each and every week. 
tonight. Just don't cuss me out after the show. We just had some <laughs> issues, but hey. Yes. Uh, but hey, man, listen, this this has been great. This has been an awesome experience tonight. Uh, make sure you guys get the tickets. Yeah. Holla at me or Morgan. Hey, early bird special. Ten dollars. Let's get it. DM me, message me, or whatever, because this movie about to go down. About to make our film debut. Yeah. Phyllis gonna get y'all in the house. Los is gonna give y'all some uh, some great stuff. And um, hey. Next week, we're going to continue and finish up the month of Love You, Wary. Yes. And at this moment at home, I want you guys to say Love You, Wary, with your eyes closed and see how to make you feel. So right now, we're going to do it before we sign off. So we're going to close our eyes and everyone's going to say Love You, Wary, and see how it make you feel. On three. Ready? Go. Love You, Wary. Love You, Wary. So next week, I'm your main <laughs> man. Keep it locked. The best is yet to come. Let's go. <laughs>